Happy New Year, everyone. So we've, everyone listening, we've made it to 2023. Yay! Um, so I was thinking to, for this episode, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I had a few ideas, but some were a little kind of deep to go into the new year. So I may save those for later and kind of depending on how the mood hits me. But I did want to do a little kickoff. And you know, when it comes to doing these segments, portions are truly Bible study. And some episodes are just going to be whatever I'm feeling, whatever I'm thinking, because I want it to be something that I can share with you guys and something that will inspire you because I know we all go through ups and downs. That's this thing called life. So for me to sit here and only give you guys the good side or only give you, you know, the whatever (laughs) is not reality. So I want to share with you guys my ups and downs as well. So and I'm still I'm still learning as I go, but I do like to share the things that I've learned and what works for me might not work for everyone, but if I share it and you try it and it works, then yay. <laughs> okay. So, I was thinking this year and one of the things that I like to do is I think of myself as really organized, but not necessarily in a corporate way. And even my youngest daughter, she's super organized. Like she'll pull out an Excel spreadsheet and she'll put everything in order. I'll probably have like 10 Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> and to me, that's that works for me. Um, but anyway, so I figured it's New Year's. People normally do a New Year's resolution. I am kind of not against it. Because if that's what works for you, do it, whatever. Um, But for me, I found in the last years that I don't necessarily do New Year's resolutions. I do, I actually create for the last maybe three or four years, I've been creating a theme word that I take into the new year with me. And so for, actually I did it maybe about three years ago. And no, about four years ago, and my word was intentional. And at the end of the year, when I needed a new word for the next year, I still liked intentional. It served me well. So believe it or not, it has been intentional for about the last three or four years. And then last year, I decided, and I can't believe a whole year has gone by already, but last year I decided that my new word, what I was feeling in my energy was harmony. And I like that because with even with through the pandemic, accepting a, um, a job, a W-2 position, I felt like it wasn't really in sync. It was responsibility. It was what I had to do to make sure bills are paid and my my boat stays afloat. You all can relate to that, I'm sure. So, but it wasn't harmony for my vibe. Like there's times I woke up and I was like, I don't want to go to work right now, but I had to. Um, So I just felt like I was fighting to get 
that harmony internally. And of course, I always believe in harmony in my home. So last year, my word became harmony. And it took pretty much 11 months out of the year for me to quit my job. Yay! And get back onto my own schedule. So I'm super excited about it. Not just excited. I am blessed. I'm like, I guess, low-key excited. I feel so blessed that a little scary too, a little scared. I'm going to be truthful. Um, But there's something about that challenge with working for yourself and saying, you know what? I believe in myself. I can do this. And also when you've kind of done it before and you know that God has given you the skill and you've honed the skill and this is your passion, heck, you just got to believe in yourself. Now, if you're still on the learning end of it and it's like brand new, I would say test run that puppy first before you jump out and say, oh, I'm going to give up my nine to five because let me tell you that consistent paycheck every first and 15th or whenever you get paid, that will keep some anxiety down. So as my dad would say, you have six of one, half a dozen of the other, but don't jump out there without a safety net or without um, things being put in place. That's all I'm trying to say. So Anyway, guys, so what I want to do today on this segment is I want to go over the things that I've learned from not just last year, but things that have I have been implementing and adding to what works for me, what reduces my anxiety, stress, what makes my energy and my aura just glow and pop, as the young people would say, because This has worked for me, and I think maybe it might work for you guys too. So let's jump into it. So, okay, so first we're going to start off with the things that don't work for me, okay? Now, of course, and sometimes I think I'm being a brat because I don't like working for somebody else. I don't like punching a clock. I don't like being told that you've got a 15-minute break. Okay, why aren't you back in 15 minutes? Or you got a 30-minute break, so if you're not... If you're back in 31 minutes, we're logging you out the system. (laughs) If I'm off the phones for more than two minutes, I'm getting an email that's sent to all the managers saying, please jump back in and get on the phones again. And it just felt like, I mean, I'm grateful to have had a job, but it felt like, it felt like I was shackled. To, to be truthful, and I know, and I've had that inner turmoil like, God, I know I should be grateful for this job. And believe me, I was. Um, but then there's that other part of me that says, I, I believe in myself so much that I can do this. I don't need somebody to tell me what to do every minute of the day, every minute of the eight hours. I don't need that micromanaging. And so I've come to, and now granted, I have had a job for all of my life, so probably half a century, well, close to it, not quite, Um, but I've had a job for decades and I've been responsible and everything, but this second phase of my life, I want to do things on my terms and I feel like we all deserve that. We owe it to ourselves and that I feel is like how I will meet my potential. And I'm not trying to sway anybody from like nine to five or be an entrepreneur. Nope, they both have, they both serve their purpose. 
So I'm not, and honestly, I would never tell somebody like, leave your job and jump out there and take a leap of faith. Nope, plan it out because it's no joke. When you fall on your face, you will get back up, but you know, you don't have to learn by bumping your head into a wall. So I would say a gradual, and that's kind of what life is about. Life is a gradual learning. So if it's something you're passionate about doing, Believe it or not, you are going to make a way to do it while you have that nine to five. And if you don't like that nine to five, it's going to motivate you to do it even more. If you do like that nine to five, then you got the perfect match. So just roll with it. Do both. What the heck? Okay. So guys, you know, I can talk, 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 talk. I am, I like to revisit how I do what I do, right? So no better time than January 1st, what we call New Year's. Although I think New Year's should be like spring. I don't know why we would start something new in the midst of winter when everything is dead. That kind of seems like, excuse my French, ass backwards to me, but I will always take a reset. So I'm going to roll with this reset. And then in 90 days in March, that's going to be my real that's going to be my second New Year's. And so I kind of like pace myself every 90 days. That to me is a good um, time interval. Okay. So we'll use New Year's. um, And let me just go over what I am looking for to me. Now people say, what is success, right? So for me, success is freedom like I need to be free to to meet my potential, to let my creativity flow. I need to be free to be able to interact with people. I'm not very good with time constraints. Like, okay, 15 minutes for this, two minutes for that. Negative. So I need my freedom, right? Um, the more I have my freedom and I can actually be creative and flow into my passion and my purpose, my energy is on on cloud 10. So my energy, I have to figure out what things do I do that fuel my energies, that um, revitalize and invigorate my energy. So that's super important to me. If my energy is low, I've got to stop and reset. You know, instead of walking around for the whole day with my butt on my shoulders and like, oh, I got to go to work, but I had a terrible day and the whole day goes by and I never reset. No, I've got to reset and figure out like what is going on. And so I have little tips and tricks that I do to kind of help me reset and get my butt off my shoulders. But I try as I get older to have more times of positive energy. That's actually my goal. And that is what I consider success when I can be more on a higher, as they say, a higher vibration. My energy is good more times than not. Because I feel like when you're stressed, anxiety, um, worry, all of those things, I feel like it brings you, um, it brings you like toxic. It makes your insides toxic. It probably brings wrinkles, ulcers, headaches, migraines. Um, Like 
it just feels like poison. And so I think of it as poison and I want to get it out of my system as soon as possible. So that to me is success is making sure that I have freedom, freedom to be creative and to meet my, to keep striving for my highest potential and passion, um, keeping my energy clean and pure, knowing that my family and friends are good, that I'm bringing the best version of me to them. Um, also, <laughs> although I would not, I, I huh, how can I say this? I would love to live in a world where I didn't have to chase money. I could just chase my passion and my purpose. But in this society that we live in, we do have to strive for money because that gets us some of our, our basic needs. And it also gets us some of our our wants and, a, and more opportunities and more choices in life. So one of my goals and how I rate success is having enough to meet my needs every day, having enough that I can always give, so abundance. Um, and I'm a person, and I'm sure some of you guys can relate to this. I like to check my bank account. And if I see a certain number or I see a certain amount of cushion, ooh, I'm feeling good then. So I actually have a goal I set a goal last year of financially what I wanted to meet and I hit it. Yay! And so I actually, we, I had done this with a group that I was in and some people set a really high goal and I was like, I can't do that because I might not believe it. And so I kind of set a goal that was more realistic, but still shot a little high. And when I reached it, then I set my second goal, which was double that first goal. And I honestly believe now that if I could hit that first goal, I can double it and hit my second goal. So, you know, and I'm not going to say a number because everybody's number is going to be different, but I will say, um, set goals and, you know, whether it, I, f- I feel like if you make it too far off, you might even talk yourself out of it. If you make it too easy, it, you might just like, eh, it was going to happen anyway. I set a goal to make $25 by payday. Well, dang, stay alive and show up. You know, you're probably going to get to $25. So make it a little challenge. Okay. But anyway, so those are the things that would be success for me. And to basically like family happy, friends happy, um, friends, I do what I can, but I feel like ultimately it's everybody's choice and decision because I do have some friends that like, honestly, they could probably win a million dollars and they'll complain about um, how much taxes was taken out or how much they had to, what they had to spend it on. So honestly, there are people that I know and there are people in this world that if if like utopia, if they, you drop them in the middle of utopia, it would not make them happy. They'd find something to complain about. So I've taken that off my shoulders. It's not my responsibility to make friends happy. Now, family, I do work a little harder. And for some, I will say not all, but basically people have to show me who they are. And if they're worthy, then absolutely I'm, I'm ride or die for them. 
Okay, so guys, let me jump into this. So what I have done, instead of a New Year's resolution, I have sat down and looked at some of the t- um, some of the things that I put in place that helps me eliminate stress, accomplish my goals, and really feel great about each segment or each phase that I'm in. So it, since we're in the first quarter of the year, um, this is a good time to start. To, to kick it off and start it brand new. So I'm going to go over the tips that I would share with you guys. And if anything works for you, by all means, adopt it, use it, run it to the re- wheels fall off. But let me start with one thing is um, I love to be in control of my life. Call me a control freak. Yes, I admit it. I'm not just a member. I probably am the president but I love to be in control of my life. And so that's where I I wanted to say striven. That's not a word. I have strived (laughs) to have freedom in my life. Now, the flip side of freedom, when you don't have a job or a boss telling you what to do, you can really go left. So I've realized that I have to be accountable. I have to give myself a schedule. I have to give myself some boundaries because if not, every day is a holiday, you know, like, shoot, why not have five weekday weekends and two work days? I'm, I'm all for that. But anyway, so I've had to create a schedule. One of the things that I love to use is my Google calendar. And I have said that to you guys before, but I live by it. I love it. So um, let me share with you guys. Give me one second because I don't know if I want to start with going over my Google Calendar first or maybe not. Maybe not. So hold that. Pause that right there. Now, let me start with I believe in being able to see things visually because I believe in writing it down. I believe in speaking things into existence. I believe in seeing things because it's constant reinforcement. So years ago, I've done a vision board and where do you put it? You know, like I've put it on my cell phone as a screensaver. It's too small. Um, it gets covered with all the apps. (laughs) I've put it on a dry erase board. Um, I've thrown it in the garage, but whatever I do, like I need that to be a constant reminder. I've even put it on my bedroom door. Um, all of those things I think are a little bit tacky and I don't like stuff to be cluttered. So I actually simplified instead of going through magazines and cutting out a bunch of pictures and this and that. I've simplified it. And this is how I keep my energy like pure and filtered is I don't clutter it. So what I did was I created my own screensaver. I went to um, PowerPoint. I looked at Canva. Canva didn't really have what I was looking for. But I went to PowerPoint and I got just one background, really pretty. It's like black and then it has red and yellow and blue and green on the edges and it's a nice swirl border. But then I focused on the three things that I am passionate about. And I'm not a person that, (laughs) 
I'm not, I was going to say, well, let me just say it since I, I like to be transparent. I'm a Gemini. So there is not like, I probably could not do a nine to five for 40 years, retire and then die. Like I will start 10 hundred things, but once I do them and I get them out of my system, then I know what I like. So I have narrowed down to the things that I like and I put them on my computer screen as my desktop. So I created my own dis- desktop and I'll share it with you guys. So it's really, it's like a black, but then like I mentioned, the borders have these vibrant swirly colors. It looks really pretty, but in the middle, in the center of it, I listed the three things that I like to do. Okay. The three things that I'm building my empire on and I figured when I list those, it would constantly remind me because sometimes what happens is I will do, I'll focus my energy on one thing and then the other two get left behind. And then I come back a few months later and pick it up and like, dang, you know, so I put all three of them on there because I'm always going back and forth through the three. But if I can find a way to be more balanced, and again, it doesn't have to be clockwork. It doesn't have to be like, okay, eight hours on this product and eight hours on that product. Nope. But if I keep the three of them in the forefront of my mind and I visually see them, I will give equal time and energy to all of them. And that's going to be the foundation to building my empire. Okay. So I'll share with you guys. And just so you have an example, your things could be different. So I created a triangle on the top of the triangle. You guys know I'm a life insurance agent. I have my own little brokerage. Um, On the top, I put L for life insurance, right? And then the next thing is I do investing. So I put I for investing. And then the third part of the triangle is T for trading. I do some trading. All three of those things bring out a different part of my personality, the life insurance. I love talking to people. I love helping people. I love finances and building financial foundations. So I love the life insurance. For me personally, investing, I love analyzing properties and real estate. So that to me is like heaven. I would do that all day, every day for free. Um, Then the other thing, trading. I like strategizing. I like... Um, trusting my instinct. So all three of those like really feed my personality, right? And to me, they're all kind of a little bit the same where they give me the creativity-ness. That's not a word again. Sorry, guys. But anyway, you guys know what I'm talking about. They allow me to um, be creative. Okay, that's easy enough. So anyway, so I have my three pillars They all, and I put them in the form of a triangle. The life insurance is on the top. The investing and the trading are on the bottom. And I have arrows connecting like one leads to the other because one without the other, if I were to try to do just one, there's a part of my personality that wouldn't be served. So I feel like these are the three things that I've done over the last few years and I love it. And it gives me so much energy. Like if I would do these things for free, like all day. You don't have to tell me, Melissa, it's five o'clock. It's the end of the day. Like I would keep going because I love these. So I thought it was cute since it's L-I-T. I put in the middle of the triangle in a nice, bold, 
yellow, because that's my favorite color, 2023 is lit, L-I-T. And so I thought that was cute. So I put it there. Um, Another thing is, and then under each one of them, under each um, thing that I do, I put one theme that reminds me of how I'm going to do it. Like under where it says I for investing, I put in a different color, constantly analyze properties. And so each one of those things that I do, there's a phrase that tells me what one main activity that I should always be doing. That's super important. It's like the lifeblood of that project, I'll call it, whatever. So anyway, when I turn on my computer, which I'm usually a lot of times in front of my computer, because that's what I do, I am constantly reminded of what my goals are, what my foundation is, what I'm building my empire on. Now, I told you guys in the middle of the triangle, I put 2023 is lit, L-I-T. But then I also, and I know a lot of people are going to relate to this. I also put that and fit because I, I hate to say this because it sounds so cliche-ish. I know that's not a word either. It sounds so New Year's-ish, making a resolution. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to lose weight. But what I will say that it is a journey. Everything is a process. I don't have those hard starts and hard deadlines. Even if I put it out there, I give myself credit as time is going on. Like, hey, I had a great week this week. Hey, I had a great day. Hey, one day led into a week. One week led into a month. One month led into a quarter. And so as I see progress, to me, that's like, yay. So I don't have this thing where like, I've got to do this by such and such deadline. Even if I do put a time frame, it's just for me to set a goal, but it's not like, oh my gosh, if I don't hit it by that deadline, I'm a failure. No, between start and that time, it just means I'm reevaluating at that time. It's a marker to reevaluate. And when I look back, I'm going to see so much progress and growth. So I did set a fitness goal. I am looking to knock off 25 libs, as my daughter would say, 25 pounds, um, because I do feel like I have become a little bit more sedentary And I need to get those 10,000 steps in. I need to be more active. I need to get back to that um, 20-year-old body or something. Like, I just need to get better. And it's not necessarily a visual thing. It's more a health thing. Because as we get older, in small increments, we gain weight. The knees don't work as great. The back doesn't work as great. But do I want that increment to go down or do I want that increment? Do I want to keep pulling it up and have better health instead of worse worse health? So I got to make a choice. I made a choice. I wanted to be healthier. And that's what I've been doing even before New Year's. And I like the progress that I'm seeing. So I'm just claiming Again, I'm going to continue doing it, doing it and adding more to it so I can increase it. So anyway, guys, that's my screensaver. Okay. 
So it's a constant reminder to me, the foundation that I am building my empire on. And because it's so pretty, but it's also clear, it's not just a bunch of pictures everywhere. It's so clear and I see it constantly. It reminds me and keeps me on track. Okay, so that would be one suggestion that I would say, make a screensaver, a vision board, whatever works for you, but something that you can constantly see to remind you what your goals are. Okay, or at least your main goals. Um, Now, my second thing that I wanted to get into is I love my Google Calendar. This is a tool that helps me so much. So when I when I do my Google Calendar, one, I love it because I can create it and personalize it for me. I can sync it to my watch. So I constantly get my updates of things that are going on. It's also synced to my phone. So it feels like I have a little assistant that always keeps me on track of what I need to be doing, Right. Now, I will say, even though my Google Calendar is blocked off in time, like from 8 a.m. to 8.15 or whatever the case may be, I am the master of my calendar. I'm the master of my schedule. So even though it says I'm supposed to be doing something at a particular time, doesn't mean that it has to be done at that time. So what my Google... My Google Calendar is basically, hey, Melissa, this is what you have on your schedule for today. This is what you should be doing today. But the way I prioritize is I pick what's most important. I do that. I pick what my energy feels like. And I know that's, again, sounding like maybe I'm not being as responsible or organized, but honestly, I love flowing with my energy. And because I flow with my energy, then I don't feel like, oh my gosh, when is work going to be over? No, I feel like this is great. I can, instead of do eight hours, I can do like 16 hours and it never feels like work. So ultimately, do I get all my stuff done? Yeah. And the thing is, I may not get everything done on Monday. It'll roll over to Tuesday. But... I'm prioritizing. So at the end of Monday or whatever day it might be, at the end of the day, I've hit all the things that were super important. And then the other things that roll over, it's okay. They'll they'll get taken care of. And so that, again, reduces the anxiety that I I might have from like, oh, my gosh, I got to get this task done. Like if it's important, I'm going to get it done, you know. So, um. Let me see. Now, I'm kind of ready to jump over to something else, but I'm going to stay on the Google Calendar. Then the third thing I'll tell you guys in just a minute. But so anyway, one thing I will say is on my calendar, there are some pluses and some negatives. And I'll tell you guys some of the things that work for me, some that don't. I set my goals daily. Um, I usually try to, of course, I have daily goals. Some are repetitive. I do them every week. Some of them may just be a one-time thing. But then, as I mentioned to you guys before, I also have 90-day check-ins. Like every quarter, at the end of the quarter, and as my dad would say, every 90 degrees around the sun, 
Um, I want to stop and see, are the things that I've put in place, am I sticking to them? Do I need to delete some of them? Do I need to um, refine them? Do I need to add something else in? So every 90 days, I like to check and see how my, my progress is going. So I just think that that's life. We're always growing. So like, don't set one goal and say, oh, I got to do this until I die, unless it's breathing or something. But know that whatever goals you set, you're always going to be fine tuning them to see what serves you. If it does, great. You keep it. You build onto it. If it doesn't, kick it to the curve. Okay. And I'm not talking about boyfriends. Um, Another thing that I love with the Google Calendar is I can color code it. So like yellow is my favorite color. Anything that's super important that is time sensitive, I put in yellow. And so that way, when I look at the calendar, when that yellow pops out to me, I know that's something that I really need to pay attention. So if I look at my calendar, like for, you know, a particular day, let's say it's Monday and there's one thing blocked in yellow. That's something that I know I have to pay attention to that time. And it also could mean that that's something norm. Well, it means that it's time sensitive. And it also means that it could be something that I've committed to another person because I like, you know, I want to be respectable of if I agree to meet somebody or have an appointment, you know, then I put it in yellow because that way I remember like I can see like, hey, I got to get that done. So I love to color code my things. Um, One of the things that I love with the Google Calendar is it lets me create not just events, but it lets me create tasks. Now, I have a task on here Um, every day, like every day there's tasks on my calendar, but there's an everyday task that I have on there and it is... It says gratitude and it has a certain um, dollar amount. I will say that. And like I mentioned last year, I set it for half of that and it came to pass. And I was like blown away, like, oh my gosh. And so this right after I accomplished that one, I set the new one and my task simply says gratitude for X amount of dollars. Um, And I put passive But passive to me doesn't mean that I didn't work for it. It means that the life that I live now, I don't feel like I'm working. So it kind of is, on my definition, passive, even though I'm doing something for it to come come to pass, but I don't feel like I'm working for it. Now, will it eventually be more automated where I don't really have to do too much? Yeah, but right now, if you enjoy what you do, then it's not a it's not a job. It's not work. So now the fact that I have that task on there and it says gratitude, it's not something that I have to go when there's an actual um, thing that I, well, I guess there is a thing that I do because every time I see that and it's ongoing, I've set it up where it shows every day. Um, but what it reminds me is take time to be grateful for that manifestation that is coming. And there's times at the end of the day that I'll actually check my calendar and I'll look at that and I'll be like, oh, okay. And so for the next half an hour, I just exist with the mindset that it has already come to pass, that that money is in my bank account, that I don't have to stress. I don't have to like, oh my gosh, am I going to make this sale or am I going to do X, Y, Z? 
because I just live in that moment for as long as it can be. Maybe it's half an hour while I'm taking a shower at the end of the day. Um, Maybe it's an hour. Maybe it's while I'm walking the dog, whatever it might be. But for a time period, I'm living in the present as though that has already come to pass. And so I'm just giving gratitude for something that I know is going to come to pass already. Right? So I think that's super important. And then every day on your task, you can actually check it off as though you've done it. I usually wait for the end of the day to check that one off and say, yeah, I've done it. Because once I finish working, I want to have that 30 minutes or whatever time period to be in that vibe of manifesting and feeling the energy of accomplishing that and just saying, you know what? Hey, I know I've got that amount of money or I've made that. I've hit that goal because once I hit this goal, I promise you I'm going to double it again or I'm going to set a bigger goal. I don't know if it'll be double, but I'm going to keep increasing it. So, and it just feels good because I know if I could do it one time, I can do it again. So, I love to set a task. So you guys set a task, whether it's to work out, whatever it is that you want to do. If it's something that you do, like on my calendar, I'll say this on Mondays, I've set a task that I'll weigh in on Mondays and see what my goal is, Um, you know, see where I am on Mondays. And then on Friday, I weigh myself again and see if the five days that I have stuck to my um my fitness life, you know, I won't say diet because it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. Um, Have I seen a difference between Monday and Friday? And my fitness means, you know, I eat healthy. Um, There's, I've had to find what things do I actually eat? You know, so those things have become my base staple foods that I eat. And, you know, I found a way to make sure that I take in enough water or a sufficient amount of water every day. Um, I've been doing that. And believe it or not, even with adjusting my the foods that I consume, I've actually kind of acquired a taste. So now when it comes to um, if somebody were to say, oh, Melissa, you know, let's go get a burger or this or that. Nine times out of 10, I was watching, well, let me say this. I was watching a commercial on TV the other day and it showed like this big turkey sandwich or something. And honestly, it just so like, ew, I don't want that. So I keep telling people that I'm a, I'm a part-time vegan. <laughs> like I'm a vegan, but don't throw some ribs in front of me because I will tear them up or don't throw a nice steak in front of me because I will eat it. So what I'm saying though is, my lifestyle is becoming more and more healthy as time goes on. And my taste and everything is adjusting to that, is becoming acclimated to that. But does it mean that I'm like 100% never eat meat? No, no, there has to be a balance in life. So probably, like I would honestly say maybe... 80% of my food that I take in comes from the produce section at the grocery store, you know, but the other 20% probably comes from, you know, whatever, (laughs) some processed foods, some frozen foods, some canned foods, but 80% is much better than it being 50%. 
you know, so what I would say again is, guys, don't beat yourself up on, you know, oh, my gosh, I ate this piece of cake or whatever. You're it's a lifestyle. And if you keep if you have a why of why you do it, like for me, I want to eat healthy because I don't want to live to just 60 or 70. I want to live to like I'm asking God for 99 healthy years and then anything else is icing on the cake. So I'm doing it because I want my health to be good. And I don't want to just be like hovering around like, you know, oh, she's still alive. She's 90 and she's still alive. But I'm sick or I need somebody to lift me up, or I need somebody to grocery shop for me. No, I don't want to just exist to annoy my children and my family. I want to actually be healthy where I can be up and doing stuff for myself and still be independent. So if I want a certain quality of life, I can't wait till I'm 89 to try to make myself healthier for when I turn 90. That's crazy. Like our health is a gradual process. You know, so I'm doing those things from now. And how many documentaries or researches or studies have we seen that say, you know, abdominal fat causes is linked to diabetes or heart issues or whatever? I don't need to. Okay, well, I beat it today, so it must not be true. No, if they if this is what they say, then you know what? Let me not keep testing it and then 15 years down the road, now I've had a heart attack because I kept saying, well, it's only a little bit of abdominal fat. No, let me get rid of it so I can reduce the possibility of something happening five years, 10 years, 15 years down the road, you know? So anyway, being healthy is on my schedule. I put it where Mondays I do my check-in, Fridays... I check again because if I check every morning, some days is going to be up, some days is going to be down. So I figure um, twice a week is sufficient. Okay. And again, guys, just whatever you do, do it in moderation. Um, so let me see what else I have. Um, da, 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 da. Oh, I think I mentioned to you guys before that I actually label my days. I love it. So I, again, I do this based on the flow of my week, how it works for my energy. So every day out of the week, and I did this a few weeks ago and I am loving it. So like I would have a list of things that I needed to get done. And then I would try to get them done. I would write them down and like, okay, it's Monday. I got to get all this stuff done. And then I would feel so much anxiety on Monday because like the list might have 20 things on there. And in one day, maybe I only got seven done. And so I felt like a failure. I felt like, oh, I'm not working hard enough. Oh, I took too many breaks. Oh, and then I realized, you know what? If I prioritize them and I got done on Monday, what needed to be done on Monday, and then whatever is left over, it rolls over to Tuesday. So like I honestly named and labeled my days so they would make sense in my mind. Like Monday is make it happen Monday. That's the day I jump in. I'm knocking out tasks. I'm doing stuff that I need to get done. But whatever doesn't get done on Monday, it rolls over to tighten up Tuesday. And in those 
eight or 16 hours that I work on Monday and Tuesday, I get a lot more stuff done. And I've realized that my list of stuff for the week, the majority of it gets done between those first two days. And then by Wednesday, I feel like I'm on easy street. And I'm like, why did I stress all day Monday? Because I didn't get done enough. And then by Tuesday, it's done. And because, again, I enjoy what I do. It doesn't feel like work. So I definitely don't work like eight hours. I actually probably do like maybe 12, 14-hour days. But again, it doesn't feel like work. So I get a lot of stuff done in those first two days. And so once I finish Monday and Tuesday, I want to reward me. So on Wednesday, and I didn't have anything that like really sounded great for Wednesday, and I wasn't looking to rhyme my days, my labels. So Wednesday is actually called Love Me Wednesday because sometimes I will neglect myself. Like, you know, I can be a bit frugal, like nine times out of 10, I won't go to the hair salon and pay somebody to do my hair, but I still need to make time to wash my hair too. Like I'll flat iron it most times, um, just cause it's easier to comb like that instead of it being all curly and crazy. Um, but sometimes I'll skip that. And then like a whole week will go by. Um, even with my nails, like I'm super frugal. I don't want to go and pay somebody $70 to do my manicure and pedicure and tips and all of this. So I'll do my nails myself, you know, and save money. But nine times out of 10, I won't even make time to do it myself. So I've actually had to set aside where Wednesday, as long as I got all my stuff done on Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday is really my day to love myself. Now, how does loving myself look like on Wednesday? Well, it looks like grocery shopping in the morning because I love to grocery shop. I love to have my home filled with what I need. So I do my grocery shopping. It's the best day of the week because um, a lot of the delivery trucks come on Tuesday. So Wednesday, everything is replenished from the weekend. Um, there's less people in there, so it's more a pleasant experience. Um, also, Wednesday, I have classes on Wednesday. I, to me, education is a great way to love ourselves. Um, I may do, what else will I do? Like if I want to just, you know, do an, even if I wanted to go get my hair done, that would be the day that I do it. But Wednesday is really a day for me to kind of take a breather and honor me. And these are things that I would probably have done on the weekend. Um, but on the weekend, everybody's in the grocery store. On the weekend, there's so much more traffic. And so it doesn't feel like a relaxing love me day. It feels like uh, these are my domestic duties if I do it on the weekend. So Wednesday is just a reminder to love me. I don't have any schedule. I don't have real work tasks. Again, because I love what I do, it probably wouldn't even feel like work if I did it on Wednesday. But anyway, so that's what I do on Wednesdays. And so every day of the week, I'm not going to go through the whole week, but every day of the week has a vibe that helps me through the flow of my week. And I love it. So I would say that might be a suggestion, you guys. Um, label your days so you it flows with you. You know, make time to work hard. Make time to honor yourself. You know, 
on Sunday. Sunday is called Savory Sunday. Make time for for God, for your creator. Sundays, I like to do absolutely nothing. Sunday is my day to recharge. Um, I will tell you on Sunday evening, though, I do kind of just like mentally like, okay, what I, I prep for the week, you know, mentally like, okay, what do I need to do? And I'll write out a, my to do, my things to do list for the week. But Sunday is really like low key if I feel like cooking, whatever. But Sunday is my day of rest. So guys, whatever you do, just kind of balance it out and make your schedule where it serves you, right? This is your time, you know? So now, one of the things that I have been, and it may sound like I've kind of got a handle on how my schedule is going to be, but the truth is nothing is ever perfect. So I'm still figuring out my schedule and I always will. I'll end up like getting some things where it fits me and then I'll tweak it down the road. That's why I like the um, Google Calendar because I can always edit it and then, you know, fine tune it. So one of the things that I'm not quite sure on that I'm still having, like it's not settled in my spirit is I do stuff on YouTube, on my Facebook business page. I do quite a bit of social media now and I'm finding that now that I'm back to doing it since I'm working for myself again, I'm not being consistent with it. Um, I did give myself, well, for the, eh, now truth be told, I'm not being consistent with it. So when I focus on the business portion, the business social media, then that gets done. But then this podcast doesn't get done. And so I've been like, oh my gosh, how do I fit in everything? And then it was starting to feel like a job, right? So I had to step back over this holiday break and just really analyze like, okay, the business stuff, when I do it, even though I enjoy it and I think it's great, is it the best use of my time to serve my business and market my business? And the reality is I could put a little less time into that because I have other things working as far as marketing and serving the business. So I think I'm going to ease up with that. And as I ease up with that, it's going to give me more time to do my podcast. So with my social media stuff, I am figuring out what a balance is going to be. And, you know, I, I hear a lot of content creators say, oh, you've got to post like 10 hundred times a day. Negative, negative. Um, this is why I don't have a job. So I have to make sure that um, it's, again, it serves me. So I'm not, I did actually have a schedule like I was going to post twice a week. And I would rather instead of being a slave to that and feeling like I just have to put something out there, I'm going to post based on when I have something that I feel is really great and when I have time to do it. And over time, the reality is, if somebody looks on my social media in five months, there's going to be like, oh, there's a lot of stuff. Honestly, if they want to go ahead and set a schedule, like, hey, I'm going to watch one episode every twice a a week, then do that. But I'm not going to put another shackle on myself where I have to post X amount of times. There are some things that are priority and I will do those. 
And when it comes to the social media, I don't think that's it. So I am going to post. I love it. I enjoy it. But I'm going to do it on my terms. So that I'm going to list as a maybe as a I was going to list it as a negative because I hadn't really decided what I wanted to do. But I think I'm just going to go with I'm going to go with my energy, like let my energy lead. Um, The other thing that I'm undecided on is my sleep schedule. Like I love to wake up early. But I also love to stay up late. So I can stay up till like midnight, one o'clock in the morning. I don't know if that's late for everybody. But it depends on what um, decade of your life you're in. <laughs> but midnight to one is about it for me. Um, I can stay up later, sometimes do. But when I stay up late, then what happens is by the time six o'clock comes in the morning, this puppy is probably still tired. And so I'm not getting up and getting an early start like I would like. So I was thinking for the new year, there is a value in getting an early start to your day. And so I was thinking, I do need to try to focus on getting an earlier start. And if I'm going to try to get up at Somewhere between 6 and 7 a.m. To me, that's sufficient. I don't need to do those 5 a.m. wake-ups anymore. There's no bomb scare or anything. So if I do between a 6 and a 7, then again, for my health, I want to get at least 7 hours of sleep. So that means that I would have to go to bed around 11. Um, That may be a challenge for me. So what I decided that I was going to do is in order to get a good night's rest, because again, that's all about health. When I was in my 20s, it was like, oh, I only got two hours of sleep and I can do it. Yeah, don't don't keep fooling yourself. Guys, get love yourself and give your body a sufficient amount of rest. So what I think I'm going to do is about two hours before I want to go to bed. So let's say around eight o'clock, 7.30-ish, eight o'clock, whatever, somewhere around there. I will stop whatever I'm doing. Even if I've taken a shower five hours earlier, I'm going to stop. I'm going to take another shower because a shower before bed, oh my gosh, it will put you to sleep just like a baby. So I'm going to start my wind down process from then, which means a shower um, whatever I'm gonna, usually by then I've already eaten. I don't usually eat too much after seven, but I will have a little snack. Um, I may have a cup of tea, whatever it might be. So that's going to be my evening thing. If I want to do something, still want to eat something. Um, but then I'm thinking, how do I make myself go to sleep by 11 o'clock? So this is my plan and I'm going to try this because I deal with insomnia. So that sometimes throws me all off, but I'm going to do the shower thing about two, two, about two hours before I'm ready to go to bed. So that starts my wind down, then give myself a little time. If I want to watch some TV, if I want to binge watch on something, if I want to I shouldn't work, but I'm probably going to work. I can't see like just stopping at eight o'clock and saying I'm not going to work anymore. Probably won't happen. But I think the shower is going to be that catalyst for mentally telling me I'm winding down. 
And then by 11, this is what I'm thinking. I will turn off the TV. If there's something good that's still on, I will set it on record and it will be there for me the next day. And I love to listen to podcasts and audiobooks. So by 11 p.m., I will look forward to listening to a podcast or listening to an audiobook and I'll set the timer for it. And I'll shut off my lights and everything and set a timer for maybe like 30 minutes to 60 minutes. And if I don't feel tired, I need to take at least one melatonin gummy beer because that will put me to sleep and I have to turn off the TV. So that's going to be my strategy for going to sleep and getting a good night's sleep. I don't know how it's going to work, but that's what I'm going to try. Um, so those two are probably my two negatives that I didn't have like under control and figured out is the social media and my sleep. But I'm going to test those and see how it goes. So we will see. Um, the other thing was the working out and that I've tried like swimming. Eh, depends. But if I've just done my hair, that's not happening. Um, so I'm just really now, like I've tried to go to the gym, I've tried bicycle riding and with all of those things, there's really a reason why sometimes I'll do it. Sometimes I won't, but I'm really looking for more consistency. What I'm learning is that I don't necessarily like going to the gym to work out. I do like walking, but then sometimes I walk with my dogs and that's not really a walk. That's more a walk for them. Um, so I'm learning the things that work for me. Like if I'm going to take a walk and get my 10,000 steps in, it probably has to be like super early in the morning, get it in, get it done, get it out of the way. So I'm learning. I'm still fine tuning. Also, um, I've learned that instead of going to the gym and having all these different machines and what's going to work my arms and da, 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 I am, there's a show called, I think it's called Fit to Fat, Fat to Fit, something like that, where these trainers, they go and meet with their client. Um, they take four months and like gain all this, you know, 40% of their body weight. And then they start working with their client and they lose the weight together. And so that's usually about a 45-minute episode. And so what I've decided to do is that on the days that I don't actually go walking, bike riding, I don't do anything outside, then I will do, I will put that, put in a segment on and I'll watch it. And while I'm watching it, I will work with my little light weights, but this is the thing. Any activity is better than no activity. So I work with my weights. And for those 45 minutes, I'm just staying active. You know, whether it's walking in place, whether it's um, whatever it might be. Um, but just that activity there, when I do it, I have times where my heart rate is high. And then I take time, then it comes down. But I've also found that when I follow um, like an exercise video, I don't necessarily want to do that, you know, so I'm just learning that, you know what, for right now, as long as I'm vertical instead of horizontal, 
and I'm active instead of the only thing is active is my hand putting food in my mouth, I'm actually on a better path. So that's what I'm going to start with in the first 90 days is just getting that 45 minutes in, whether a walk, um, sometimes I might cheat and just walk the dogs or a bicycle ride. Or if I don't do anything outdoors, then it's going to be the 45 minutes inside while I'm watching the Fit to Fat show. And in case you guys want to watch it, it's a really good show. It's on Hulu if you have Hulu. Okay, guys, so the last thing now we've covered the screensaver as the constant visual reminder. We've covered the Google Calendar and organizing yourself and using all those tools on the calendar to make it work for you, to sync it with your phone or your watch or whatever. The last thing that I wanted to cover that I do is I actually still use a pen and pad. And I write out all my tasks that I want to get accomplished every day. So the evening before, I'll write down the list of whatever I want to get accomplished for the next day. And I'll put a little dash next to it. So like once I get it accomplished, I can put a check mark and I can draw a line through that that task. And it's an easier way for me to see like it's a little small notepad and sometimes just sitting down at my desk and not actually turning on my computer and, you know, looking at my calendar or something. I can just look at that ta- that um, notepad and see everything. And also it's a good feeling every time I look at it and I see things that I've gotten accomplished and that I've crossed out. It's a really good feeling of accomplishment. And I feel like things that we can do that make us feel better, it sets off different endorphins or hormones and stuff, and it makes you healthier and happier. So even though it's a little old school to use a notepad and a piece of paper, it definitely feels good to me and I see progress. Now, at the end of the day, if I had 10 things on the list and I got done seven, Um, I just go ahead and just because I like organization and I like things to be neat and clean, um, I'll redo the list again and whatever I didn't get done goes on to the list for the next day. And then whatever new may be added on, I put it on there. So when I wake up in the morning, I have a nice, fresh, crisp um, list of things to do. And I don't have to sit there and say, oh my gosh, I forgot to do this. Nope, my list is already there. And usually I've kind of written it, I've written it down in order of how I want to accomplish it. Like I'll know, I know my vibe and my energy for the morning. So I know this is a task that I want to do. So I'm basing my first things on what is priority and also what I think my vibe is going to be like in the morning, you know, or the afternoon or whatever. So that would be my third thing is definitely have a little notepad that you keep. Um, Some people might like to keep it on their cell phone and always open up their notes and you can use your notes section as well. And then as you get things done, you just click the little thing and it puts it all the way to the bottom and you're like, yay, I got more stuff taken care of. So that's, but anyway, in short, um, The three major things that I'm doing as not as a New Year's resolution, 
but just that helps me stay organized, feel better, be more productive, give me more clarity in life, um, less anxiety, make me feel like I am moving forward to my goals, you know, and I can visually see those wins and I feel good about what I'm doing. All of that actually leads to just an enjoyable life. You know, of course, like some people see other success and they're like, oh, I want to have that. No, it's not going to happen overnight, but you've got to enjoy the journey. So these are some of the things that I've done that just really help me enjoy each day, each moment, um, you know, and just really make my life fulfilled, you know. And again, this is just the organization part. This is not the activities that I actually do. And everybody's activities are going to be different. But if you can organize yourself and make time for you, make time for the things that are important, make time for your creativity, make time for the things that you consider work, um, you're going to find a flow to your life that now you're like, wow, this actually feels good. And then you won't be that person that's like, oh, Monday morning blues or, oh, thank God, TGIF, you know, like every day is going to be like, hey, it's a new day. What am I going to get accomplished today? And it's going to feel really good. And then as time goes, you'll just like, you'll see yourself accomplishing those goals. You'll see, you know, when you look at each day, you'll be like, wow, I got quite a bit done today. Or you'll look at the week and like, wow, I got quite a bit done this week. Or you'll look at the month and see like, yeah, I hit some goals. And then when you stop at your 90-day plan, your 90-day um, milestone, and you're like, wow, what what I put in place is really working. Or you'll re, you know, you'll evaluate it. And again, you might keep some, you might let some go. So it's just like, honestly, it's just, as I I say again, dancing to the beat of your own drum, you know, your life will begin to blossom and you'll start seeing it manifest in the life that you want, that you desire, and you'll enjoy that journey called life. So that's really all I have for you guys today. I hope I didn't talk everybody's ears off. I try to keep it under an hour. It went a little bit above. But anyway, guys, I hope that this helps. And, you know, thank God the the podcast is called Brag on God. And I have to say I'm just in a place where I'm not allowing others to dictate my life. I'm actually living my life on my terms, you know, granted, I still have responsibilities and all that, but I'm enjoying my life. And it's because I'm willing to say that I deserve to, (laughs) it's hard for me to say I deserve something. And that's kind of crazy. But yeah, that did get me stumped. But I feel like we're on this earth to serve God. And how do we serve God? We serve him through being of service to other people. And so as I'm serving others and I'm doing things that would help people, I have to take care of myself, you know, and God wants us to be happy. So 
all the things that we can put in place to give us satisfaction, give us peace, um, make us feel rewarded. God wants us to have that, you know? So find ways to make your life enjoyable. It's not about just getting up, going to make a dollar, come back home, give that dollar to somebody else to keep the lights on, to keep the water on. Like honestly, find ways to enjoy and make your life just flow. And that instant gratification thing, no, this is a this is a whole journey. It's a process. You know, and as time goes on, we're gaining wisdom, we're learning from our failures, we're you know, I don't even want to say failures. We're learning lessons from s- something we might try that doesn't work. It's not a failure. It's part of the journey of life. You know, and we tweak it and we keep moving forward. So guys, hopefully this helps everybody and, um, you know, just just love yourself and enjoy what you do. And if you're a happier person, then everybody else around you will probably be much happier. So guys, enjoy 2023. I always say lead with love, not emotions. Um, Honor yourself, be true to yourself. And whatever your energy will tell you, whether you're on the right track or you're not. If you are, do more of that. If you're not, tweak it and figure out what works for you. Anyway, guys, go out there, enjoy your day, your week, enjoy other people, keep smiling, and have a wonderful, wonderful new year.